0: Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the Lady Demora, where it is an early Saturday afternoon, the week after the giving of thanks. If you hear a little squeak now and then, that's my wiper blades, it's misting, that's the the light rain and it's overcast out. So, with that being said, sit back, relax, maybe grab a snack or a favorite drink, you're in store for the latest edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. How are you, and what have you been up to? I am just out and about, leaving the house on an afternoon of errands. As I mentioned, it was recently a holiday here in the Northeast, a time where we break bread with loved ones and decide to have a moment of pause for things we are grateful for. I found it interesting, now, I, if I haven't mentioned... Recently, I could go back and just listen to last year's show to make sure I'm not repeating myself. (sighs) We celebrate the holiday itself in town, for lack of a better word, uh, in Oslo with Mama Billy and Ginger. And my family's holiday is on the weekend uh well, people have work and people live out of the area and sometimes they travel you get the idea so we had my family's gathering and uh, hadn't seen my sister Ronnie in a few months I've been uh, well, I've been trying to make it a point to uh, lower <laughs> Well, not the priority, but the frequency. Yes, hello there. Uh, are you out there, frequency? Uh, in the in the frozen wasteland, we'd love to hear from you again. Um, anyways, I uh, more recent years, I have decided that it's not worth my effort to uh, devote time to things that. Uh, well, you know, you don't want to invest in something that doesn't have a return, if you want to think of it in uh, banking terms, <laughs> and uh, as we get older and people have their kids and grandkids, maybe their responsibilities, we have to coordinate things, and it's just not worth it to me to, uh, you know, get involved with the... The the family activities, especially when it just feels like a, uh, well, an an, an imitation, a substitute from the days when we were growing up. Because, uh, well, uh, to put it mildly, I just don't feel that there is uh, equal time spent there. I end up sacrificing more than... uh, I get and uh, well I'm not going to dwell on that because that would be a different kind of show <laughs> but uh, I got to see uh, Ronnie's latest remodeling efforts this lady has had the misfortune of uh, taking over the family home and despite it being her own uh In every right, she is paying a mortgage on it. Uh, There are certain expectations when somebody takes over the family home, especially if you have a fondness for days gone by when perhaps mom and dad were still with us. And Well, you know, if that uh, property had gotten out of the, the family's ownership somebody else would have done what they pleased with it anyway, so what really is the difference? I mean, you are still going to be able to have your gatherings with loved ones, if you're lucky enough to keep it in the family. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't mean it that way. Uh, but, uh, why shouldn't she be allowed to do what she wants with the property? And, uh, she has, in more recent years, made a few efforts to, to put her name on things, as you would, as you would, <laughs> if you will. And, uh, well, the kitchen has been her latest effort. And I, for one, am, uh, well, I'm a little disappointed with myself, I should say, because, uh, well, I am colorblind. I mean, many men are. I don't know if that's just a stereotype or if it's scientifically true, but uh, I am actually, to a degree, colorblind. And if you don't know much about that, it doesn't mean that I can't see the color. We're not talking eyesight like dogs. I don't see everything in black and white, although I don't know if they do either, if that's just a a myth, but I just can't tell the difference between shades. Something might look more blue or more green to me. I might not see the subtle differences in between. Okay? So that's the long and short of that. (laughs) Anyways, Sissa shared pictures with me of the color she had painted her kitchen and, uh, she called it a dusty carrot. And, well, I just thought it looked a lot like the color mom and dad painted it back in 1987. And so I, I, I put in my two cents and, well, I <laughs> came up short because when I got there, what well, was I wrong? Uh, it was a sort of a, a creamy caramel in person, uh, Sort of like a, well, a pumpkin spice latte, if you will. But uh, it it looked rather nice, really. And she had painted the cupboards, and had had her floor redone. Was very proud of it. I might not have appreciated it as well because, uh, well, in our household. We don't tend to pay top dollar for things. We seek things out as a bargain and plan our direction, our design from that. So it's a, a little off-putting when somebody uh, who has a ambitious income, let's just say, Gets to buy nice things. It just seems like bragging. And in all honesty, that is part of the, what turns me off from the holidays, despite it having once been my dear late mother's favorite holiday. It anymore seems just like an excuse to flash the wallet, because, uh, my sister has her grandkids these days, and if you stick around for the gift exchange after the meal, it's just one package after another with brand names, like American Eagle and Crate and Barrel, it's just, no. You know, give me the old days when people might have made something by hand. You know, maybe somebody had a picture from a candid moment printed and placed into a nice frame. Things that require a little more thought. And I know, I know, sometimes people don't have the time to devote as much attention to gift giving so in lieu of putting intimate thought into something there's a a broader gesture but am I getting crabby in my old age? I mean I, I know I haven't yet hit 50 so I shudder to think Of what the future holds in store, (laughs) but let's be thankful, okay? Let's let's turn over the page here, because I have been at the Brand Bar in a year, and I still feel like the early days with this company, and it was as if I had uh, you know lobsters crawling out of my ears at my sister's. Dinner table because as others were giving thanks for routine things like health, I mentioned that for the first time in my working life, I had a supervisor, a boss, who I might actually consider spending time with in person if we were actually in the same space because if you aren't paying attention, Uh, Part of my role with the Brand Barn is I am a a remote employee, or at least the team that I report to is made up of persons in different states, and that is the world that we live in today, so it's just uh, part of that reality. But it's, it's a very endearing and... Calming effect very uh, serene when you don't dread clocking in for the day and you actually have a supervisor or manager who takes the time to check in with you to see if you are juggling all that you're being handled that day and uh you know you don't need some extra help i for one have never had that experience cuz i've always worked for the big guy you know on, rowing the the boat on those big ships they they tend to only notice you when uh, the ship slows down they they don't go down to the lower decks and say how you doing would you like a sandwich You know what, do you you need a few more minutes? No, no, they just cracked the whip and uh, thankfully that has not been my experience at the Grand Barn. So I am uh, out and about as I mentioned and uh, going to be doing some holiday shopping. So I will catch up with you again in a moment. Okay, so I just stopped in and grabbed a bite at a drive through and now, squeaky squeaky, (laughs) putting the car in gear again, uh, I have also uh, ducked into a shop, a store, to gather up some gifties for the hubby trying to cross off a few things on my to-do list today because I don't like to be caught empty-handed uh, you no know, I'd say with my pants down but that could be fun um, <laughs> I don't like to uh, you know skate on thin ice when it comes to the holidays because it seems like the closer you get to the big day, fewer options there are and even if you are shopping online the more likely it is that uh, whatever it is you're picking up is not going to get there in time and we've all been down that road before I'm sure so I picked up a few things for hubby and now I am headed to other parts of not quite apple country to uh, going to take another uh, spin at the old roulette wheel and see what we can come up with. Now, uh, if I haven't mentioned before, Hubby and I are both Capricorns. What does that mean? Well, we have birthdays that are close to the holiday season. And so, oftentimes, Hubby and I will make our purchases and, in a sense, overbuy because we know that we have another occasion just around the corner, so if uh, you end up with more than enough for one holiday, well, your shopping's done for the birthday, too, and uh, it's always nice when you can accomplish two things at once, but that's what I am doing is just making the most of my time, because... I prefer not to, uh, <laughs> go out in public, uh, well, I prefer to be at home when I'm not working in the office that week, and, uh, while Hubby does, uh, work in a store, I try not to bog him down with too many, uh, trips on the way home, because... The more things I ask for and my uh, oh-by-the-ways, the the less likely it is that he's going to be home by a reasonable time. And I don't know about you, but I prefer to have my meal uh, at least a couple of hours before bedtime. (laughs) There is a reason... That uh, we time our meals when we do. If you, uh, you know, if you if you have that bowl of ice cream right before bed, well, it's going straight to your other parts. All the ones that everyone complains about that are so hard to kick it off of. No matter how long you stay on the treadmill or the elliptical or you know, starve yourself or um, punish yourself for making poorer choices during the holiday season so anyways uh, I also stopped into a liquor store no it's not a place where they do things uh, in the back room <laughs> it's uh, you know where they sell the the hooch I had to pick up some rum because we're all out at home no I don't regularly have that as my Uh, preferred poison. But it is the holidays, and I like to make festive foods. I'll be making a uh, festive edition of the maple ginger pear pie that I've shared on social media. And you might have heard me talk about this before. It's something that I learned about years ago from former podcaster teaching Thomas so I picked up some rum and there's all sorts of uses for that don't you know <laughs> so I will be uh, you know uh, setting some aside for the, uh, the snackings and uh, perhaps some of the festive uh, holiday cheer of course and, uh, well, where was I? Uh, oh, yes. I was talking about Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I went out to see my dear sister, Ronnie. And Betty was along, too. Although, do you have this problem, folks, where some of your siblings have enough responsibilities that they lose track of time... Now, I say it that way because uh, this sibling is the one I consider myself closer to. Or at least she seems to have the most time available for me. But, uh, you know, in years gone by, we would say that Betty is always late. She is never on time. And, well, I tend to think more that uh, she track of time, because she's the only woman in her household. There are three grown men, and uh, well, let's just say not all of them are pulling their own weight. And that is not a uh, body-shaming joke. Uh, just, uh, some of us have made some choices, and, uh, well, some of us end up working multiple jobs to support lifestyles and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that uh, when uh, you are expected or invited, rather, to functions, it's uh, a little bit harder to devote yourself to these things because you're stretched thin. So, uh, Betty ended up showing up to the family meal. Some two hours after everyone else was expected to be at the table. Now, there, we always have this problem where uh, Ronnie will anticipate Betty's tardiness. And we will set a time frame for the family function. That's earlier than planned. Just to see when Betty is able to show up. (sighs) I was there at least an hour and a half before she arrived. And I have further to drive. But again, I have fewer responsibilities. So, think of that what you will... It's just difficult when you don't see each other regularly. And yes, that is a choice. Uh, but, uh, you know, when everyone has a driver's license and is gainfully employed, uh, unless you are, you know, in a, a uh, elected office with greater responsibilities, surely you can find the time to have lunch with your sibling every so often. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, so, yeah. Betty shows up a little later, and, uh, I do my best to put my foot down to say, you know, it's getting dark, I need to be headed home, and it has nothing to do with my age. It has everything to do with respecting each other's time because, although I work from home every other week damn it (laughs) I am an adult and I want to have time with my spouse And during the holidays especially that's at a premium because if I haven't mentioned it recently I like to consider myself what's called a retail widower meaning that uh, during this time of year since my spouse works in the brick and mortars where uh you know, people go in and they purchase things and they're not necessarily all that nice to the employees. Yeah, uh, well, during this time of year, those folks are working extra hard to support their families and often working longer hours for overtime because, well, they've got bills to pay folks. And uh, case in point, Hubby is only at... Been at his new job with Morty's a couple of weeks now. I, I haven't mentioned it. I'm calling his new job Morty's um, sort of in tribute to the uh, the business that was uh, in that that Bette Midler '90s movie with Diane Keaton and Goldie Hawn. You know, the First Wives Club. Uh, Bette Midler's character's husband ran an electronics store, and uh, well. It, the merchandise was questionable in that, uh, it might have fallen off a truck, if you know what I mean so, um <laughs> I'm calling hubby's latest job Morty's, and no, he doesn't work at an electronics store, but uh, I'm running out of names folks I'm not going to, uh shame my husband for his, uh, recent work history because, uh If the shoe were on the other foot, I will have you know, there are a lot of people in this world who would have given up by now. My husband has a, uh, well, it's a condition, I guess you could say, an ailment. He has rheumatoid arthritis, and there are a lot of people in this world who would just simply give up on the idea of working and, uh, you know, allow themselves... I say that, but it's not that simple really. You do have to go through, uh, lots of hoops and, uh, red tape as they call it. But, uh, go through the process of having yourself declared disabled so that you could, uh, accept your, your limited abilities and get assistance. Now, my husband grew up with conservative influences. His grandparents were business people who not only belonged to a country club, but had their own grocery store for many years, and his mother's first job was actually working at a bank. So <clears throat> uh Hubby was was raised with certain influences and while we don't, and I say we because it is a, a collective a, uh, common feeling. We don't believe that uh, you know assistance programs are things to be made light of. You know they exist for reason. People who can't provide for themselves, uh, you know, they need help. But there, it's a slippery slope. There, I'm sure that there are those. Who could probably uh, at least pull in a part-time job that uh, just allow assistance to make up for that, but certainly at the same time there are more than enough people in need of that. That uh, you know, it's it's why we have it. So, uh, anyways, I am thankful. That my husband, at uh, nearly his mid-century, still has the interest in going to work every day and bringing home a paycheck because with his ailments, his condition, he could have just accepted the reality that his body is betraying him and he could have had himself declared disabled. It would have taken a lot of doing. And unfortunately like a lot of assistance programs again it's a slippery slope once you get classified it's very difficult if not downright impossible to remove yourself from that and many people will tell you that it's not worth it to just get on to a program for a short amount of time just to turn it away because uh, there are those who can't get into that program for whatever reason. So, anyways, yes, I am thankful that my husband still has an interest in remaining part of the workforce. So, despite the fact that our time together during the holidays is more limited, I choose to accept that... His work ethic is something to be fortunate of, to be thankful of, because uh, while there is no guarantee that my our future will not involve him being on disability, these are the golden years. These are the years that we are both working and we can afford our bills and we're actually going to be paying a few things off so that's why I'm to a degree backpedaling on the the retail widower thing yes I'm still unhappy that we don't get to spend time together during the holiday season but I am also grateful that my husband has made a choice to remain in the workforce So, um, you know, something else that I am thankful for, oh, it's kind of trivial, I know, but hey, you know, it's the little things that keep us going. Uh, I am thankful for the return of uh, British actor David Tennant in the role of Doctor Who, because... If you're not a sci-fi nerd, this will probably go over your head. But we are in a period in sci-fi television where a new lead has been cast in a series. And we're between chapters. Now, of course, uh, there was that period there where we had a a strike, the uh, Screen Actors Guild. But that, for the most part, only affected us in the Americas. But, uh, you know, there was the pandemic, and that changed how we do things. And uh, it certainly slowed down production on a lot of things. And uh, sadly, the, the last actor in the lead of Doctor Who uh, was affected by this, Jodie Whittaker, probably had fewer episodes of her program than uh, she might have if the show had not been affected by the pandemic. But David Tennant, who previously starred in the role some decade-plus ago, I think it's been 15 years ago now, has stepped back into the role of the lead, only for a miniseries, but it uh, is helping to pass the time before the next season or series as they call it in Britain is due to be released or due to come out and of course uh, if you've been living under a the rock the new lead in this show is a up and coming actor of I want to say um, Rwandan and uh, Scottish uh, heritage he, he uh, grew up in Africa and Rwanda and uh his later years uh, when his family moved was spent in Scotland I'm talking about uh, Schutti N-C-U-T-I is how you spell his name but it's pronounced Shooty. Gatwa who in more recent years was on Netflix's Sex Education with Gillian Anderson but uh, yeah I'm thankful for David Tennant in that he is uh, appearing as the Doctor in the, well, now Disney, plus Doctor Who. Now, Disney doesn't actually make the show. However, the the folks at Bad Wolf, who is the production company of the producer Russell C. Davies, Disney plus has the distribution rights for Doctor Who in America. So, I'm thankful for... David Tennant's return in the role of the Doctor, and that has reintroduced a popular companion of years gone by, Catherine Tate, who is a comic and has had her own show for many years in the UK there. but I, We have thoroughly enjoyed the first installment of that, and there will be no spoilers. I'm just excited because it's given us something new to watch. And, uh, well, sadly, after the holidays, we're due to have the last and final season of Star Trek Discovery. And for many reasons, I'm very melancholy over this, because it was the first new Star Trek in, oh, I think ten years? After Enterprise went off the air in 2005. And uh, they didn't start until... Was it 2015? So, yeah, roughly 10 years. Anyways, so that is one of the things that I am thankful for. Is uh, Doctor Who has come back for a spell? Ah. And uh, we have this mini series, and there will be a Christmas special. In years past, they have trended towards or tended towards. New Year's instead during Jodie Whittaker's run, and really I have no opinions of on that because it was a holiday special, regardless. But uh, I, I am going to miss Jodie in the role because I'm someone who grew up with role models who were strong women, and those included. Gates McFadden as Dr. Beverly Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation, and um, Felicia Rashad, who played Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show, the, the mom who was a lawyer and had an office so that in later years so she could work from home. So those are two big positive influences in my youth, and of course... As I've mentioned before, my mom was a career nurse. She retired from the VA after 25 plus years of service, and so it felt like those parts of 80s television were sort of telling my story. We would come to a point in our history, a generation from women going back to the workforce during the war effort to when women could have their own bank accounts and credit cards because, you know, civil rights. Yay! Well, we finally got a woman doctor in the lead of Doctor Who, a show that's been on six years now this year and <sighs> she was given three seasons, which you know, okay, sure, that uh, is the typical run of most actors in that role but it it felt quick and of course judged because there was a change of producers so I'm about to head into another shop and uh, I will continue this in a little bit and I have finished another leg of my journey, my afternoon out fortunately I ended up picking up more gift ideas purchases at the first little stop there than I might have anticipated because uh, well (laughs) to put it mildly the last stop there it was kind of a bust you know, after 14 years together it's a challenge sometimes to think of new gift ideas and sometimes you just have to settle for uh, <laughs> the usual suspects and of course by that I mean womp womp clothing but You know, we are adults, in theory. And, uh, well, it's to be expected. You can't, uh, afford the uh, gifties that are the gadgets and the technology all the time. I mean, uh, we buy ourselves anything our own little hearts desire for the most part throughout the year so when it comes to the holidays it's a bit more of a challenge because you have to think of well what does that person need or what would they want and I can totally appreciate the idea that some have adopted which is gifting experiences events, like concert tickets, or, you know, theater, things of that nature. Now, these, of course, uh, are sort of more high-ticket items, but someday, that may be the reality, because, uh, you know, you, the old storyteller's running out of ideas. <laughs> oh, and I hear tell That in their later years, Hubby's grandparents, who were together at least 60 years, I hear, in their later years, they resorted to a tradition that they called renewals, which I guess in uh, what I've been explained were just simply ordinary needs of socks and underwear. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, these are typically things that you just get them as you need them and uh, well, I guess if you have uh, been together some 60 years then uh, you know, you. It, it's I for one well, I can't afford the shiny car that's in a lot of those uh, companies ads seems like it's in the holidays a lot where you you get the, the, you, uh, you usher your loved one out to the driveway and lo and behold, it's, uh, well, you know, it's a Mercedes and it's been gift wrapped. There's a big bow around it and it's like, um, really? <laughs> How do you manage this when, uh, you live together? How did you, you know, uh, figure out keeping that a surprise, because uh, if I applied for a line of credit, which is honestly the only way that I'm going to be making a major purchase like that, um, Hubby would know, because uh, we uh, have our uh, credit on lockdown. We have it being monitored through services, because, you know, in this day and age, when you have the possibility of identity theft going on there... Uh, It's a good idea to keep watch over your accounts because you never know when somebody is going to find a receipt or an old bill of yours and decide, hey, (laughs) there's a sucker born every day and you are uh, the one who just fell off the turnip truck. So we obviously have uh, a fair degree of protection in that regard, but, um, yeah, <clears throat> not gonna happen, I'm, I'm not gifting a car, and, uh, well, I really don't see us doing anything like a, a boat, you know, although we do live in parts where there are bodies of water, and, uh, that would certainly be a, a pleasantry. But, uh, not in our budget. <laughs> so uh, I, we, we tend to stick to more reasonable things like, you know, maybe a book or a movie or, um, you know, a gadget. But, anyways, with that being said, uh, I sort of overbought at the first stop there and I am sure glad I did because like I said that uh, other stop was kind of a bust but uh, I have also checked off another item on my list by my day of errands like I said I, I went to the grocery store and uh, ended up picking up our list of things and gosh when you have to buy staples, and I don't mean literally staples, but when you have to buy regular items that uh, you try to keep in stock, like cat litter and cat food, and, you know, maybe if you're not a vegetarian, meats. Um, who? Those, uh, you, thankfully, that's not an every week thing, but... That would have tripped my credit score, I swear. But the important thing is that that has been accomplished, and uh, I could stay home tomorrow while Hubby is working at Morty's. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I am heading home, and Hubby is off of work. He's actually doing some uh, some shopping and s- among that includes looking for some holiday decor because as I've mentioned over the course of the summer we, we had a tragedy in the Star Sage household we lost our two senior girls within a month of each other because they were a bonded pair but uh, we put on our our boots. We we pulled ourselves up and said, you know, just like a, a teacher whose class has graduated, you you have to move on. They lived a long life, one that was probably richer for us having been in it. Certainly, the reverse is true, and it was uh, time to start a new chapter. So we brought in two new additions to our family Siona and Sapphire our two year old and our nine month old <laughs> and well because we have a kitten technically she's full grown adult size but uh, energy wise she is still very much a kitten Sapphire or Safi as I like to call her because I am a, a fan of that British comedy absolutely Fabulous Abfab. That was the the main character's daughter, Sappy. Uh, because of Sappy and uh, her boundless energy, we, uh, while we will be putting up a Christmas tree this year, we will not be putting ornaments on it, I don't think. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, unless it's going to be plastic, uh, it's kind of pointless, and so Hubby is looking for some battery-operated Christmas lights so that we don't have to worry about Little Nibbler. Uh, no, I'm not talking about Futurama, I am talking about Miss Sapphire. She likes to play with things, and she will bite things. Just being playful, but a uh, case in point, as you may know if you follow me on social media, uh, my hair is no longer a natural color. And has been for a while, but now it's blue. Because I got tired of blonde being my only option to hide the gray. So, you know, uh, it looks like I've taken a trip to the Smurf Village But hey, uh, maybe it will keep people from guessing my real age. (laughs) So since I no longer have natural hair color, and those of you who are uh, in the same boat you'll understand, the more often that you wash your hair, and yes I still wash my hair, don't be gross, the quicker color fades so uh that has us concerned that little miss sappy and her wandering tongue and again no i'm not being dirty but uh cats show affection through many ways including nibbling you yes cats will bite but that is a sign of affection children do strange things all the time. People freak out, but maybe, you know, um, if you're around it enough, you get used to it. But if a cat finds you... Not... uh, I don't want to say attractive, but if a cat wants to show you love, they will treat you as one of their own. Which means... They will rub you, they will paw you, and they will groom you, which is the licking. Miss Sathy loves bedtime. She craves affection so much that she will throw herself at you. It's not just a headbutt, it's a football tackle, which is just adorable, but... Uh, case in point, I have been concerned about my hair color, and I'm not going to stop. Uh, you know, that's part of being an adult. I could say when I've had enough, but, uh, I have taken to wearing a hat to bed. A, you know, uh, like a winter hat. And this is to keep Miss Sappy from licking the color out of my hair. But this does not stop her, because uh, she will get on my pillow. And she has decided that while she can't lick through the hat, she can bite through it. And my head has so much as become um, a melon in the produce section. And her, the uh, picky old woman who is checking for ripeness, if you catch my drift... <laughs> She is very gentle about it, but she has decided that she's going to try to remove the hat because she wants to show her daddy love. And, uh, well, I'm just trying to keep her from getting sick on the uh, hair dye. So, not entirely sure that she would get sick, but if there's any possibility that, uh, you know, Lady Luck could show me the middle finger, I'm pretty sure it could happen. (laughs) Oh, and uh, that reminds me, I am also thankful for the new chapter of my family. Having been through what we did this past summer, uh, I I was certainly the worst for wear, but making the choice to move on as quickly as we did, it, uh, it was like, putting logs on the fire in the sense that it brought a welcome warmth into our home and we were our lives were filled with joy and every time that Safi throws herself at me it makes me smile and this girl also Will purr up a storm. Of course, that sort of goes hand in hand. But uh, her uh, her older sister, Siona, who's two, she she had a, har- a hard uh, childhood, I guess you could say. She had at least two to three batches of kittens before we came to know her, and as a result of that she never really learned to play and being with the five-year-old special needs boy and the nine-month kitten she's picking up on the excitement to play with stray objects she is learning to play just by wanting to feel included in the wonder that is happening her and it is just so adorable I also like to think of Siona as my pirate princess and to see her you would understand because the coloring of her coat her fur is a dark gray that's it's almost hunter green in the light but uh, it's dark gray and white spots similar to a a cow. Her face is divided in color. Half of it's white and half of it's black, so I like to think that she has an eye patch. And, to top it off, when she moves across the room, she has a swagger about her, usually because she's about to uh, swap one of the others for either... Starting something in terms of trying to get the others to play, uh, or simply because she's still learning how to initiate play. So, Siona is my pirate princess, and the uh, the charming the most charming thing about her is while she was quite timid when she first came to live with us, and she uh, is not a very vocal girl she has this one thing that she does where she will make little sounds. She'll, she'll mew. But it's just so brief that I call it her mouse squeaks. And you'll hear this when uh, you decide to pick her up for snuggles or cuddles. Because she she hasn't entirely decided that she's a lap kitty yet. But she's getting there, and she actually uh, has been known to jump up on the couch and throw herself (laughs) or rather, uh, you know, lay down rather abruptly if she's decided that uh, the person who's on the couch is due to pay their respects to the pirate princess, you know, get some belly rubs in. Uh, but I've also been told that she likes underarm action, which uh, hubby tells me he calls chicken wing. Maybe some of you pet parents out there know this. So, very thankful for the new chapter of my family. And uh, we are, of course, moving forward into the holiday season. As I'm heading home, it's almost like... I'm uh, t- journeying through the UK <laughs> because uh, the fog over here is like Scotland. Uh, A little nod to one of my favorite uh, Doctor Who actors, uh, Peter Capaldi, and well, David Tennant is also Scottish, so there is that. Oh, right, folks. So if you have not been keeping up, we have just had our. Fifth episode of Matinee Minutia in our new season we recently discussed the mid to late 80s uh, ABC sitcom Who Was the Boss with Tony Danza and Judith Light which also had uh, up and coming child actor Alyssa Milano and Danny Pintaro? go over to MatineeMnuchia.com and check that out and in two weeks, well, less than two weeks now, Toppy and I are going to be hosting a return guest. And we will be discussing the 1985 drama starring the legendary Lucille Ball in one of her last roles. This was a TV, made-for-TV movie about a woman who found herself homeless and the social worker that uh, decided to take a special interest in her story. This is a program called Stone Pillow. And while there have been mixed opinions that this is not... The greatest of Lucy's work. We salute it because it is a story that drew her attention, that she felt important enough to raise the subject to public eye. So we will be discussing that on Friday, December tw- 15th. I almost said 20th, but the first was it was a Friday and uh, we'll be hosting our mid-Atlantic cosplay and drag friend Demanda Martini so why don't you drop by and you can check out our video on YouTube and uh, you can enter Discord to participate in our chat room it's a story of humbleness and humility and it's an important thing to keep in mind this time of year because uh, while you may be going through something chances are there's someone else out there who's going through worse and we certainly need to be mindful of that because uh, you can make a difference alright folks that is all for now. As always, you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at DJ Star And um, you know, you can. Uh, well, you, you. Well, it used to be called Tweet, but I don't. I think it's Post just now. Uh, email me at djstarsage@gmail.com. Look for me on Blue Sky, folks. That uh, that Twitter replacement or, or alternative, I'm there under DJ Star Sage. All right, kisses from the carriage. Happy holidays, folks. Bye bye.